welcome to Bad Assets. Yay! Yeah! A Bunkers and Bad Assets podcast. All right, we're going to continue on with the senses. Why don't we just go ahead? Uh, we'll start with Ashley. Go ahead and give us your archetype, your class, and tell us what is your favorite site? Okay, my name is Ashley. I play Dove. Um, I'm a hunter elementalist. My favorite site is anything in the woods. Um, I enjoy being out in nature and in the woods. Um, I do enjoy pretty flowers, um, but anything out there is just fine for me. And I have a companion named Duck Norris. Um, I mean, Duck enjoys, I guess, seeing a lot of things, but he likes to look for, um, he likes to look for prey and he likes to look for problems. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Makes sense with your character as, as much as we've learned about them. Uh, up next, we have Brian. Hi, I'm Brian. I uh, voice uh, Bruno Albero, who is an elementalist uh, siren that focuses on phase lock abilities. And I guess kind of to roll in with uh, the previous episode's uh, badass fact that uh, Bruno's favorite thing to see is uh, ocean waves crashing up onto rocky shores, which also remind him of his childhood home that he grew up at. Okay, okay. Kind of rolling it all. Your home yeah, always your home beach. The sight, the smell, you know, just kind of things like that. So, Bruno's a beach man. Got it, got mm-hmm. it. Up next, we have Davey. Hi, I'm Davey. I play Hermes, play Gillock. Uh, he's a guardian necromancer. And his favorite thing to see is just, it sounds really cheesy, but it's just people smiling. Like, it doesn't really matter necessarily why, as long as it's for something positive. Uh, That's why he got into being a chef, was to bring smiles with his food. Um, But yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And next we have Julia. I'm Julia, and I voice Penumbra. Penumbra is an enforcer, Gunzerker, and his favorite site um, goes back to how he got he figured out his name, Penumbra, which is if you don't remember from previous episodes, is Penumbra is the shadows cast during an eclipse, and just seeing an eclipse, uh, or just even shadows in general, he just likes it because it's just eerie and reminds him of his life. On brand, in character, even. I like that we're building all of these characters. Um, and last but not least, I'm Jay. I play the Nomad. And the Nomad, well, the Nomad is an Enforcer Berserker. And the Nomad's favorite site, Hermes, would you like to guess? <laughs> God damn oh, it. no. What because it's Kit making food. It? <laughs> it's Kit and Hermes making food. I think you have a stalker. Mm-hmm. A stalker, party member, like a... whatever. Yeah. Well, He's asking, good. can you can can you bring Kit out? Can I just see Kit? Can you bring Kit out, please? I'm not gonna bring him out for like the next two episodes. Just to make him sweat. Where's Kit? Is Kit okay? It's unfair because I don't get to do anything cool with Kit at least yet. <laughs> so I have, you know, we haven't done any badass moves or anything like that, but uh, at least no not while Hermes is around. <laughs> no man keeps like showing up their house, like, can Kit come out to play? Yeah, is Kit there? Super funny. My mom said I could hang out for two hours. Is that cool? 
All right. Last but not least, the BM himself, Ian. Hello, I am the bunker master that makes all of this possible uh, through mostly no fault of my own. Um, and my favorite site, I think, just for me as a designer, is anyone holding or playing a game that I helped make. Uh, it's awesome. Such a surreal feeling to like take a thing, put it out into the world and have people be like, that shit. I like that. Uh, which is great. I love it. That's my that's my favorite site, genuinely. And you have a number also, of those. Yeah. I have also have a daughter, which is close, I should mention. There's <laughs> a neck close, and neck. <laughs> a close third or fourth. Sure. <laughs> uh, but her trying to play one of my games, objectively hilarious. She's very bad at them. <laughs> she so tries. She's like uh, six, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Eventually, she'll learn to roll up on some bandits, you know. Well, last we saw our adventurers, they were dealing with the blood treant, a massive, massive treant who rose from a pool of blood as when Duck Norris tried to steal their blood fruit. You know, at the end of the day, great guy. The blood (laughs) treant. I didn't I didn't expect it, but, you know, stand up, stand up individual. Yeah. They were able to get the three blood fruit off of the blood treant, and the blood treant was like, you know what? That's fair. I'm out. And walked back into the pool of blood to submerge until it could grow more blood fruit. And they've unlocked the path uh, forward, which was blocked by a giant dwarven door that Hermes just kind of smeared some some blood fruit juice on and it opened, you know, sometimes easy. And I did solutions. have a little bit of that. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so, so delicious. <laughs> let's get into it. All right. I just need another second. I'll be done here in a second. You guys talk amongst yourselves, preferably loudly. Do you need an apron? What was that? I said, do you need an apron? <laughs> No, I'm good. Okay. I'll be all right. So you have made it into the immortal woods. You walk unabated through the entrance of the immortal woods, an abandoned grove with withered trees and collapsed buildings, hinting at a time long ago when the area was vibrant with life. So around you are the withered trees and old broken ruins of the immortal wood near... Uh, near the gate on the other side, as you enter, you see in some dead branches is a Bruyu cauldron, uh, which Bruno is familiar with, but the rest of you, you can see there that if you were to perish, unfortunately, this is where you would respond. Kind of eerie, isn't it? Like a precursor to what's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not again. Uh, so ahead you ahead of you, there is a singular path that leads further into the immortal woods. In the far distance, you see the uh, the castle of Dragon Keep um, looming in sort of like a eerie presence. Uh, Dove, you've 
never seen trees sort of withered away so rapidly. Like you, it feels like this place has been here a long time, but the trees and the life have left very quickly, very suddenly. It looks very dilapidated. Yeah, dilapidated. I know words. Um, as you continue forward, you enter the fields of the fallen, uh, which is where you see yourself now. Crypts and graves dot the landscape. An epic battle took place here many centuries ago, and they decided it'd be way less work to build the memorials on the battlefield itself rather than to move all the bodies. That makes sense. I mean, who wants to move corpses for a couple days, right? Better to make them. So here you see tombstones scattered around. There are probably, I mean, more than a dozen of them. There's one very large kind of uh, mausoleum one that they're all kind of surrounding that you can see. Um, and as you kind of look the closest one, they're just, you know, just names of whoever it was that died, if they knew them. And this path forward leads past all this? Yes. Yeah, so beyond that big mausoleum that all of these tombs are kind of surrounding, there is a... Uh, there's a wall that kind of blocks off any path more to the east, and then there is a path north that is more open. Um, what would you like to do here in the Fields of the Fallen? Well, I'm going to go into that mausoleum and see if there's anything to loot. Doubtful, but... Okay, so as you pass uh, these tombstones, I would like you all to roll an insight check. Okay. Right. I don't like these. Okay, maybe I like these. Ooh, Bruno. Bruno rolled Sweet. 21. I don't Do even I have eyes. Badass things. <laughs> uh, you're no longer badass. That is worn off. Okay. Just checking. So anyone who had checked their badass question mark box unchecks it. Nomad's back to his normal rolling. <laughs> I don't even know who said that. What? I don't know why we're discussing <laughs> senses. Nomad has none. <laughs> Only, has about it. Only has eyes for Kit. Only has a sense of fury. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what did everyone roll? I got a 16. I, d I rolled a 21. Dove rolled a 13. I rolled a crisp 3. Uh, <laughs> Penumbra rolled a 16. Okay, so everyone, except for the Nomad, as they're walking past these tombstones with the names or descriptions or whatever it was that one of them just says, I don't know, he had, he had a belt, right? I'm all looking the information for that they had. <laughs> um, some of the letters on some of these tombstones are raised, and on a couple of them, they appear to be missing. Uh, so let's go starting with the person who clocked the most information, which is Bruno. Right. Bruno, you see a tombstone where there is one letter that is raised above the rest of them. And it seems to you that you could almost just grab that letter. It's an H. Okay. 
Um, I go ahead and, or yeah, uh, Bruno goes ahead and uh, takes the letter. Okay, so you now have an H in your possession. All right. Next, we see both Hermes and Penumbra. You both see two different tombstones. Hermes, yours, there is a, where there would be a D, it is missing. But as you look around on the ground and move the leaves and stuff out of the way, you find it. So there is a D. And Penumbra, you also have a tombstone where the R is raised. And you can grab that. Okay, I grab it. And then Dove, you find... uh, You find a tombstone where the letter is just missing. Like, you can't see it currently from looking. Hmm. Okay. Because you only rolled 13. And Nomad, you're, you're... you're on your way in to the mausoleum. You're not even stopping. You're just big strides, walking in, ignoring what everyone else is doing. I, I thought you were going to be like, you're queuing on a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> you like the you found out from the wall, from the big door, that you like the way this stone tastes. I don't know. <laughs> om nom nom. I don't like what it does to me, but I love the way it tastes. <laughs> It's like Chipotle. Yeah. I love it, but it doesn't love me. <laughs> well. All right. So, Dove, would you like to search for the letter? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead and. So that will be yeah, another insight check. I'm going to it's a search. What am I saying? Check? There's search checks in this. Yeah. All right. Who made this game? Um, Roll a 16. Some Ohioan. All right, so as you can see, like, kind of underneath a pile of dirt that is next to where the grave was, uh, you see that someone has, like, stuffed the letter, like, an inch deep in the dirt. Uh, As you pull it out, you find that it's an A. H-D-R-A. Hydra? Hail Hydra. What? Hail Hydra? (laughs) You've now you've now turned on HDR. We are in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Nomad still can't see anything. <laughs> so, uh, what would it, what would everyone like to do? You have four of these letters. Can I search? For I was more? just going to ask if we could search for more. Absolutely. I'm going to take a look around in the mausoleum. Go ahead, Hermes. So all of you roll a search check, including you, Nomad. All right. Hermes had no luck. He only had a seven. I got an eleven. That's not terrible. So I've rolled a God, seven. So many Bruno checks. Rolled a six. The wall of checks. Penumbra got a seventeen. Penumbra's awake. Curious. <laughs> Penumbra's the only good one, I think. So yeah, Penumbra, you're searching. You find another tombstone not far off, basically behind that one. It seems to be well. It's not behind. It's literally right next to you. Know those like uh, when you get those plots next to each other, like husband and wife. Um, yeah. Uh, this was oh. this was the spouse of the the other person's tombstone that you you had. Um, both men died in the same battle, unfortunately, but you do find an O that was missing from the one tombstone. 
everyone else searches to really no avail uh inside the mausoleum nomad you have found a giant statue uh which is kind of above the entrance to the mausoleum that wasn't really hard to find it was it's a landmark um, and you are inside the crypt of the unknown warrior an inscription at the base of the statue reads unknown warrior be formerly alive okay so would you all like to search again we do more searching yeah look around some more i'd like to yes. search and see if there's anything else interesting happening excellent <clears throat> go ahead double to 23 right. can i find like eight things now since i rolled so well <laughs> um, Bruno rolled a seven this time. Bruno rolled I a fifteen this time. Hermes got a seventeen. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, Penumbra and Bruno, neither of you have found any more stones. You have had a fun time reading tombstones with just a lot of question marks or uh, mark last name here, or just a placeholder. Just this text just says placeholder on one of them. <laughs> Probably should have proofread that, but. Dove, for your 23, you have found... What is this? An E. Hermes, you have found a D on one of yours while searching. And Nomad, you have found a chest. Hmm. Must be nice. There's a chest behind the crypt, and there above it, the lid, hovers just a D20. You... As you approach the chest, the surroundings of it sort of glow, and you can kind of tell that you can't really uh, approach it too quick. Like, it, you can't touch it. You can't reach out and touch it currently, because there sort of seems to be, like, some sort of aura or spell cast over it. Um, next to it, as it illuminates, you find uh, the final letter, which is a C. On the front of the chest, scrawled in the middle are four spots, four spaces. And as you were looking around on the crypt itself of the Unknown Warrior, you see an inscription that just says, what am I? Dead. So I, tur I, I turn around and start walking toward the, the door that I came in from the mausoleum. And as I'm walking up to him, I'm like, hey guys, I think we need to find some, I found a letter, something to put in the front of the, oh, you guys found them all. <laughs> Alright. And I just hand the letter over. Like, I just immediately hand it to whoever, whoever has the most. <laughs> Didn't find any food, but... Hmm. So, uh, we're obviously gonna go look at the box, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the box sure. being the, the chest, or the box being the crypt? Where is the code at? Is it on the crypt, or is it on the box? It is on the... It is... Well... In this instance, it's on the chest. Okay. But in real life, it's technically it's on the crypt itself. Okay. Hmm. Well, and the the. And the riddle was what? What am I? What, what am I? Am I? The un unknown warrior is the sorry. This unknown warrior, the formerly alive, is the thing that's read at the base of the statue. And then you have the crypt itself, which says "What am I?" And then you also have the chest with the letters. You have just for recap for anyone who's listening. You have an H, D, R, A, O, E, D, and C. 
I think I'm it's Pandombra. I believe that the answer is dead. Good call there, Dove. I think Penumbra said it first, but you know, everyone. Did Penumbra say it? Yeah, that's why I said Penumbra. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was you earlier. Like, it was just, when someone asked questions, you were just like, me. You're just out there not knocking me down, though. Whatever. My bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll give you credit. It was you. Thank you. Until I knock you down later, BM. Anyway, back to where we were. Okay, so what would you like to do? Plug it in. Would you like to buy a vowel? Spin the wheel. Solve the puzzle. Solve the puzzle. All right. What are we putting where? Well, we're going to put a D at the beginning and at the end. Okay. You step movies. forward. Place a D. No, apparently only I can. <laughs> I would give them access to you, but it's like I have to give you access to individual things, and I don't want to go through all that. D at the front. D at the end. Second letter is an E. Like, I'm Lock into place. Not going to let Nomad, nomad spell, because I feel like we get messed up there. E locks into place. And an A. An A. Uh, this that is where some of the some of these letters will light up green. Others may light up yellow or not light up at all, and you have six chances to solve. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have input the word dead. The final letter, the A, locks into place, and the spell around the chest goes away. You may now open the chest. The answer to what am I was dead. <laughs> I was going to carve on a few of them, so it spelled dong. Put it back. Can I combine letters? <laughs> Just grab the C and kind of carve a, a, a G out of it. That A check, that could be an N. So, Dove, I mean, you answered it. Why don't you take first crack at the box? Sure. So I go ahead oh, and I lost a hand. try to open it. Oh, actually... Can I do it? Because yeah. I just realized uh, Hermes has a plus five to looting. Oh, yeah, go ahead. What could that do? Uh, I don't know, but might make our shit better. But you'll still when get you first crack it, at it. You go ahead and roll a d20 plus five. Okay. You're not going to get the bad results. So seven plus five is 12. So you have found, when you open the chest, you have found two separate grenade mods basically uh, they are grenades in themselves but they can replace what mod you have for your grenades uh, they're both farrior so I will have to go find those real quick Hermes because you're great at looting you can tell that these are two different things they both will still do 1d8 damn it I'm just going to make these items while I'm talking about it I just Create love that you're item. like you're really good at looting, and you can tell these are two different things. <laughs> they're not oh. They're not one thing that's combined. It's two, and that's why they're in each hand. <laughs> yes, I'm going to mansplain this to Nomad while we're standing here. You see, and I'm, gonna I'm act, very good at looting. And... I'm going to act just mind-blown. <laughs> Absolutely gobsmacked at the conception. Still carving, still carving the G out of the C. <laughs> Okay, so in your hands, you have one grenade. In one hand, you have a grenade that appears to be like, you know, you have those, like jumping beans or whatever. They have that thing that moves around inside of them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, it appears it's that it's kind of hard to hold on to. And it's sort of like rattling around in your hand. And it is a farrier jumping grenade. What it does is that when you throw it, it detonates, and then it jumps two squares forward and detonates again. Oh, that is too cool. But it always deals 1d8 damage. 
so it hits the first square and detonates and then bounces to the one on that and ne the next one detonates and then the last one and detonates uh no it jumps two squares ahead and detonates so it'll hit oh. in one square and then it'll jump two squares forward like not individually it'll jump over one square and into the second square and detonate there one okay so two bangs yeah does it explode twice or just once yes explodes twice that's pretty cool and then in your other hand is kind of the opposite. Like if you turn your hand with that grenade over, it stays there. Like it, it is attached to your hand currently. And that is because it is a Ferior sticky grenade. Also deals 1d8 damage, kind of the inverse of what the other one does. Sticks to surfaces and will detonate after a turn. So it's sort of a delayed detonation, but sticks to whatever you throw it at. Those are really cool. Those All right. Really cool. Dove, you get first crack. Which one do you want? You want both? Um, no, I think I kind of like the jumping one. If you're good with that one. Mm hmm. OK, and so this will replace what your uh, current grenade is. So instead of transfusion grenades, you will now have jumping grenades. Oh, so all of my grenades will do that. Yes. Oh, OK. So grenade mod itself. OK. So I've I need swapped out, out both of your grenade mods. They are they are now the new ones. And there we go. Um, so as you are collecting these things and exiting the mausoleum, you get closer to the actual exit. Uh, there's like the one to the south. There was a wall. As you get closer, you'll see that it's a wall that's kind of been half smashed, but still retains of this giant fallen tree that's singed and smoldering um, that is blocking your path to the east. You can still see in the distance, because you're kind of still heading that direction you were heading before, of uh, where the smoke was coming from. And the smoke, plumes of smoke can still be seen in that direction. But that tree plus that wall is now blocking your path. And the other path will lead you further south. Well, I suppose if we can't get through and you have to keep going the way we can is that wall you said it was pretty smashed does it still look pretty tough yeah so the wall itself mostly held up but now there is also a tree on top of it like there's some parts that are broken but at no point does there seem to be a path through if anything it's it's extra harder to get through now there's a wall plus a tree all right if i don't see a weak spot i'm not gonna try to punch it so that's a <laughs> go a different way yeah that hand seen a better day yeah, i mean it's still functional all right let's go down this other path yeah let's head south okay so you head south and continue on past this graveyard mausoleum area and you head it and as you continue down this path you start to see more ruins and buildings that once were great buildings but now are just smashed and destroyed um, until you reach the base of where this large destroyed building is. In front of you, as you got closer, you'll see the outside of this large building. And as you look closer, you can see uh, little evidence remains of the once imposing cathedral with sprawling gardens and, vast, and a vast courtyard. Now, a scan of the area reveals crumbling columns and broken archways, threatening to collapse at the slightest pressure. 
courtyard and gardens have become overgrown with, re with weeds and crabgrass. So you can see nature kind of encroaching back on this once great cathedral. You have uh, the building itself, which definitely it doesn't continue up all the way, but you can see the walls of it um, and the steps leading to the main entrance in front of you. In the middle of this courtyard, you see a large circular, like, stone decoration um, with a small pedestal on it. And on top of that small pedestal, you see what appears to be a gun. Nomad's eyes fly out of his head, kind of like a old-style cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any indication of who may have built this? Or when it was built? Um, you can tell that it's been here for hundreds of years, probably. This thing predates... The Dragon Keep probably predates Flame Rock Refuge, predates most other buildings in this area. But as far as who built it, you're not really sure. Okay. I feel this is kind of a dangerous situation. But it, it feels like a setup. And... One of the traits I have is I got a bad feeling about this. But you're really good at, like, you know, diffusing setups. That's I mean, true. think about how you did with the, the mimic. That was awesome. But I'd like to roll uh, an insight check just to see what kind of potential dangers are lurking. Okay. Go ahead. Roll the 17. Okay, so things that you see as you are looking around and also things that you remember... It's going to be kind of a, a two-step thing. What you see is this pedestal has a gun just kind of sitting on top of it. You can kind of tell the coloring of the gun. It definitely has some purples or some pinks to it. It's definitely a lighter thing. And from what you know about the guns you've seen, it appears to be like a, a, a malefactor weapon. Just from, you can't tell what type. You can just kind of see by the general shape, most malefactor weapons have a distinct uh, silhouette. Mm -hmm. um, you also see there is a door. Oh, no. Nothing. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there is a door here to lead that leads into the cathedral, which is closed. And you definitely forget everything that you would see in here. Oh, it's just a we table. Still, it's fine. You <laughs> can still see in there. <laughs> I know. It swung open briefly and my mind was blown. <laughs> Yeah, you see the door just for a half second, and it closes back. Um, you see a table with chairs around it, um, but you didn't see anyone at the table currently. Uh, as far as the rest of the cathedral, you see that this these stairs lead up to where that is, which is more of a second story. Um, but on the first story of everything in the cathedral, there's not much going on, but there is a wall that's busted over here. Um but again, the rubble is a bit too high. There's a column in the way from you getting in there. And that's uh, that's pretty much it for things that you see in insight. Oh, sorry, things you see, things you know. Oh, sorry, the, the things surrounding this, these are just lights. These are uh, lamps, mm. lamp posts or whatever with sort of magical light that makes it so you can see stuff coming from them. Alrighty. Uh, and things that you know, you know that you were looking for a malefactor weapon for someone who you've accepted a side quest for. 
Oh, well, this is probably Moxie's. This is probably Moxie's weapon. All right. So I kind of, you know, inform them. Hey, that is. Hey, that is a chest. What yeah, Davey, you're right. <laughs> and then, and then that was my last question. Yeah. Uh, also, also behind you, as you're looking around, everything behind you, you almost trip over a small chest that's just been sat here at the edge of the grass. Whoa, almost missed it. Why is it you giggling makes me so uncomfortable? <laughs> just just start touching stuff. Come on. All right, I'm going to go loot this chest. I walk over closer to this weapon. Is anything happening? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're going to do both things at the same oh, time? Here. Oh, yeah. Now, how okay. do we know, though, if the <laughs> if where the where the gun is sitting... How do we know if that's not on like a pressure plate or something? Like if we were to pick it up, that it were the rest would explode. Well, I assume my as yeah. <laughs> as far as Nomad knows, from what he rolled in his insight, looking around, he didn't see any pressure plate. Okay, okay, I might have missed that. That might have been on me. Sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't part of it. But okay. uh, I was just saying, like, you can kind of go based on Nomad's information, and you can kind of see what Nomad. Rolled I don't know. It always sketches me out. Is. That's smart. That's really Why smart. Why would I ever, as the BM, do anything to hurt you, uh, the players? Mm -hmm. Let's see. <laughs> All those badass tokens that you have now. So, n not Nomad. <laughs> uh huh. Hermes. I have to find where the fuck. Uh, oh, right here. I should really just have a thing for this. Um, go ahead and roll me a d6 and add five because you're looting thing. I uh, got a 10. So you have found uh, 30 gold, which I'll go ahead and give you, and a something else. What is it? A common shield potion. You want another potion? You kind of you kind of got a lot of potions. I am maxed on potions. If somebody else needs okay. it, they are more than welcome. Hey, I found this. <laughs> uh, well, let me see if I have room for a potion. Yeah, it's like any, any taker. Uh, I could take a potion. I believe I still have room for one more. Yeah, you can go ahead and give it to Bruno. Oh, and I did all of that without the accent, too. Might be. How dare you? I know. You know, I went and built and studied an accent. That way I could do it, and I just... I lost it, and I don't do it. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> I just haven't been doing my accent this whole time. No, you are. You're saying um so many times. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my accent is that I say um a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I um, can't um, understand um, your accent. All right. So, Nomad, you're, you're all up in here, right? <laughs> yeah. You're all up in this business. Uh, so before you, on this small pedestal, you see the gun. And you can see on the side of the gun, because you're right next to it, it says Moxie. It is a malefactor weapon. It is kind of has a like, pink purple color scheme. Um, and on the side of the weapon, there is a spot for a trinket. But you're not sure if this is the thing that she's looking for. What would you like to I can't do? Remember, did, did she give us the trinket? No, she she said that she wanted the trinket, the gun we could keep. Ah. All right. But well, there's maybe it's under it, and I reach out and grab the gun. Roll an interact check. I rolled a fifteen. So as you go to pick up Moxie's crit, the weapon, 
which you are looking for, for sure. You can tell as soon as it comes into your hand, and immediately as soon as it's in your hand, it flies out of your hand and comes crashing through this door and lands directly on this table. All right, nothing abnormal about that. I just go chasing it. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> Did your hand slip? I'm like, get back here, you little scamp. As you enter this, as you kind of see the door bust open, you'll see where there was formerly no one. Uh, that was sort of a trick of the light, and there is actually a poker game happening. Hmm. Oh. Alrighty. In a church? Uh, That's pretty metal. <laughs> so you see there are a group of knights playing cards who are violently annoyed by this interruption. I thought that said shirtless knight. Well, a oh, shiftless. <laughs> a liberal squire, a shiftless knight, and a well-spoken archer. Hey, Bruno, it might be your kind and, of people. And a grumpy archer. <laughs> they All might right. be. So this is going to be the part where I say, hey, do that, do that initiative thing. Oh, great. All of this? Yes. <laughs> well, that's good, because uh, if we were to play poker, I still believe I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. very angry. Uh, if you want to try and settle with the poker game, you know, that's on you. But as of now, they want to attack. Well, I guess that time is too late. Uh, Bruno rolled a 16. Hermes got a 20. Nomad rolled a 4. Penumbra rolled a 15. Why did I just call myself Penumbra as I went to say that? Dove rolled a 12. <laughs> anyway. The knights who just had their poker game interrupted are more shocked than they are ready, and they have a 6 for their initiative. So it seems that Hermes gets to go first. Again, you're speeding. How am I always in this situation? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, is this a fist fight or is this like because they're inside, they're playing poker. Is this a bar fight or is this like a gunfight? Their weapons are near them and they go to pick them up like they have their shields and stuff. They the archers have their bows kind of strung along their back and okay. the knight had his sword kind of knelt up against this chest. Cool. Well, can so I ask him if they're they looking for a, fucked up. a fifth? You guys looking for another player? Alright, so uh, I'm going to run up. The grumpy archer responds to the nomad while this is happening um, to just be like, looks like there's too many of you for this table, and goes to knock an arrow. Robin, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I openly said it. that I could sit this one Hold out. On, it's all in. good. Um, so I'm going to run up to the liberal squire and take the new sticky grenade that I have and shove them over the table and like stick the grenade to them. Like okay. attempt to put them, push them back one space and then have them blow up on the table. Oh, you, you're making a, a grenade sandwich. Yeah. Between person and table. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's let's go with this. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna let this happen for sure. So stick push. Uh, are you just gonna stay there while it explodes? What are you gonna do? You like bust in like the doors open. Yeah, 
Well, I you figure if I successfully the door. push them one space up to here, and I'm out of the blast radius, although I'm in the choke point, and I don't really want to take an extra movement. Yeah, so I, I think I'll just stay in the doorway. Okay. Can I stick more than one grenade? If you give me a bit of mayhem, yeah. Uh, Dope, yeah. So I will... Yeah, I'll give you a mayhem for that. That sounds kind of fun. So I'll stick Next. both grenades to the squire and then throw them on the table. Kick okay. backwards and run off. So squeal, piggy. The, the grenade range is, I mean, you know, pretty instantaneous. So that's fine. You're right there. Uh, the push itself, I think, is definitely going to be an uh, a melee attack. You're gonna you're gonna bash them backwards. Rolling melee. I uh, rolled a ten. Yeah. Calls it as a hit. Sweet. Uh, the strike does one d six plus one is six. So they're going to take six damage from just you pushing them backwards, and they're going to go flying back into this spot where the gun is. And then at the end of your turn, they're going to explode. Bye. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage. Uh, for the sticky grenade effect? Yes. Okay. For two of them. So... Yeah, roll damage anyway. Roll damage. Now it rolled. Okay. So that's for the first one. That's for the second. So uh, 12 and a 5. So 17 total. Okay. So you know how it, you know how in like uh, Hitchcock, when he talks about suspense, you like put a bomb under the table. Uh, basically, there was a bomb under the table. They all blow up and you you will have killed all of them with the blast as the explosion happens. They were not prepared. They did not have their armor on. They were just, they just grabbed their weapons really quick. They all died, but the gun goes flying, smashes down a barricade that separates that room from the rest of the place and is now somewhere else in this cathedral. Ugh. But they're dead. Hey, I got four kills in one shot. That's cool. <laughs> they were basically humans at this point who just had some better weapons. Speaking of which, do they have any loot that these guys can have? Uh, well, I guess they'll have to find out, because Bruno, it's your turn. All right. Uh, let's see here. Is the stairwell double-sided, or is it just the single space? My ass uh, you can big. you can squeeze past. It's fine. Okay. So I'm going to... I can only move up. Also, I'm, I'm done with this having half the room thing. There we go. So I've moved up to Aramis. Uh, I should be fine, I think. All right. So I'm going to move up to Aramis. And then, hmm. You know, I've been face locking a lot of stuff. So Bruno is just going to attack. Who are you attacking? Uh, I'm going to attack the well-spoken archer because they're, only they're one all dead, person. by the way. Oh, wait. Oh. They blew up. Nice. This Sorry. room's a wreck. Sorry. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to step on your I got really you excited. still do it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right. Uh, well, I mean, they're all dead, and it really isn't much for me to be able to do, except just to move if we're still doing initiative. Yeah, ish. There's no initiative currently, but... All right. I want to check out this chest right here. Okay. So you check out that chest. Anyone wants to go and find the gun, it's there. So, Bruno, in that chest, you will roll 1d6, and I will tell you what you get. All right. One. I got a one. Okay. 
you find 30 gold and nothing else. All right. How does that work? Is that just what so happens to be within the chest? Or is that what the person sees within the chest? Technically, yes. <laughs> Technically, it's whatever suits the DM. <laughs> so, well, technically, it's both. It's what's in the chest, but it's also what the person sees in the chest because it's what's in the chest. Okay, touche. Uh, so Moxie's crit, Bruno and Hermes, you can see from where you are that down this corridor, there is an opening to the courtyard area. Um, and Moxie's crit is hanging out at one of these little crypt looking jars there's jars surrounding a crypt <laughs> uh, uh like urns a tomb yeah urns sure yeah are we still like technically in like an initiative order not really mm. okay so we can just freely move yeah oh, so they, have yeah, they ended up there so that was um but just for fairness we can you know continue down the order of penumbra and dove so i have an idea anytime some one individual tries to get a hold of the gun. It bounces away. Hmm. What if we all try to grab the gun at the same time? Like a zone defense kind of we thing? Yeah, surround it. Yeah, essentially. Like on the count of three, we all try to hold it down. That's a good idea. Are you unable to phase lock it? Oh. You know what? I will do that. I can try death from above. <laughs> is there a wall right here or is this open um there was a wall before the explosion but for the sake of i don't want there to be a wall here anymore i'm gonna get rid of all the walls here why don't because okay. the phase locking requires concentration why don't we try the group catch first if that doesn't work then i will try a phase locking afterwards makes sense all right so... Yeah, it looks like Nomad and I are heading over this way. All right. Everyone's running. Everyone's running <laughs> to the <laughs> to the tomb to the outdoor tomb. Again, can I do another um, insight check just to make sure we're not in danger in this room? Uh, sure. I, I can't see anything. You may be in danger <laughs> yeah, in this we're room. Definitely not in danger. You I rolled. I've rolled so many just natural ones <laughs> this evening. <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. As far as you know, there's no danger. Yeah, we're good, guys. Yeah, grab it. All right. Anyone who wants to grab it can make an interact check. Just so you know, I'm going to take the lowest. I will be sitting this one out. Oh, it does. Oh, wait, well. I have a thing. Maybe. Okay. What? One moment. Oh, never mind. It's not that. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, well. Hey. Well, I screwed us. So, if it Bruno kind of grabs it first and almost has a hold of it. The Nomad is helping, almost has a hold of it. It bounces to Penumbra's hand. Penumbra has it for a second, loses it. Hermes grabs it, almost gets a hold of it. It bounces to Dove, and it bounces off of Dove's hands and goes flying backwards. Does Duck Norris get a chance? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duck Norris can try and collect it as it lands back in the courtyard. 
So all right. I'm just gonna roll his claws then. <laughs> There's another chest. Oh, he only rolls <laughs> damage anyway. He doesn't roll anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just damage. As soon as I see it fly away, I chase it. Okay, Nomad, here's what you see. As it lands back into the courtyard, it begins to no longer be a weapon. Interesting. <laughs> uh, guys? What's um, it becoming? I'm following him. In the space where the weapon once was, it begins to transform into Argok the Butcher. Oh, he sounds friendly. You see the gun and everything on it is now this enraged, angry orc who has swords for hands. Because that's how you know someone's really pissed off. That's a knife hands. Dedicated rage. His arms are swords. They're covered in blood. And around his neck is the trinket that was on the gun which is the vial of lipstick that Moxie wants. And he does that thing where he's like, shink, 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 you know, where he like plays the knives off each other to make sparks or whatever and make it a crazy sound and points the blades at Nomad. Be like, you fucked up. And I like look at my hand and I'm like, that is really good work. Is that custom? Don't you guys, is that, that was an option? Well, that was a good session, guys. Thanks for joining us. If you guys, as always, get the chance, you can check us out on our socials, at Bad Assets on Twitter as well. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, you can catch the video form of the show over on YouTube. So go check that out, and thanks for joining us, guys. Have a good one. Have a good day, Edgy. not have him fucking fucking shit give me a second it let me hit the stop rolling roll damage button <laughs> keep rolling the dice stop it <laughs>